Let's get ready to grumble! It's now time for all grumble. Greetings to all you grapple fans. Ah, see what I did there. Sitting in the corner to my left, it's Daryl. Yeah, mate. Hello. You, this episode of World of Sports severely lacked um, the legends. You know, like um, Johnny Saint. Right. Yeah. Like Regal. He's tied up, like, he? like Regal, he's been on it. Yeah. And uh, Jimmy Savile. He used to be a wrestler. Sitting in the corner to my right, it's Dan. Wrestling. Yeah. Get us, get us off his topic, please. Uh, I've have I told the story about how I should have done commentary with Jimmy Savile? <laughs> no, <laughs> tell the story wait, now. Uh, wait a minute, I must have told you no, this. No, story. you've not told us this in our personal lives. Never yeah. mind on the air. Tell the story now. Me and uh, regular to the show Chris Brammer were both booked to do commentary on a show in Pontefract. Um, I think it was through Roughneck actually. I think he got us the book. Oh, of course it was. Um, and the special guest of the show, Roughneck, the current uh, WAW World Heavyweight Champion. Uh, the special guest at the show was to be Jimmy Savile and we got an email saying by the way he's going to do commentary with you on the final match of the night which would be like the main event and stuff so um, just make sure you brushed up on who the competitors are I can't remember any other details about the show apart from the fact it got cancelled about two days before it was due to happen <laughs> what the show or the appearance the show devastating yeah because it had been a better story if I could have said I did commentary once with Jimmy Savile Yes. He asked would me that, if I got kids. Savile <laughs> pulled out because would, because Paige weren't there. That, <laughs> she were underage at the time. Would that's that have been? Funny. Oh, that, that's why it's funny. You would know that, what? I've got a feeling Knights might have been booked on that. Would uh, that have been a better story or a worse it. story though if he had done it? You know what I mean? If he'd have done commentary with Savile yeah. and he'd never told us, then I think I'd be fuming. You. I'd be annoyed actually. No, but you've never told us that you you never told us that you've missed out on doing it. Because it's half a story, probably. That's probably why I've not told you. Yeah. yeah, but he's Jimmy Savile. <laughs> the notorious paedophile necrophiliac Jimmy Savile. <laughs> if you bring him up in general conversation it's like we have done now. No, but the second part, what? No, that, that, they're all things that he apparently did. What? Oh, yeah, God. Yeah, yeah, keys to hospital, didn't he? He used to, he used to pop into more. Oh, my God, stop. Wait, Stoke Newington. Literally stop. Oh, no, no, oh, no. Stop. You can't slander <laughs> the dead. I, I, I don't <laughs> care. I don't want to hear about it. Oh, my God. I paid someone to say it and everything. Why are we? Um, <laughs> why are we not growing listeners? Is there a reason? Is there a particular reason? What's their fault? That? If they've got a problem with me, then splendid. We'll, we'll call ourselves a true crime podcast. They're big at moments, so okay. I'm I'm qualified for that. I'm there you go. Then. Qualified well, well then use your qualifications and qualify us <laughs> out of here. Yeah, oh. do it. I don't. I don't know. I'm trying to. I'm trying to transition somehow. My transitioning skills have been depleted by the fact that Daryl's bringing up paedophiles. <laughs> It it's just a fact. Well, the sport wrestling was is wrestling's back on ITV. Yay! There were no paedophiles to our knowledge oh, on the show. Oh, here we go. Right. I'm it, not feeling very well today, so this is bringing making me it feel did, better. It did take place in that Norwich studio. Yeah. Yeah, where WAW film. So it does Epic have stu- Epic Studios. It is related to Roughneck because he's their champion. So there you go. And he was having a go at people at people on Twitter because like they were going. Uh, oh, this is someone talking about how it was good and Roughneck was like, oh yeah, well, WAW set the course for them, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, mate. Well well done, well done, Roughneck. (laughs) I'll tell you what, ITV went went to Norwich and were like, oh, this looks good. This looks brilliant. We're going to make our own version of it. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. Yeah. When the visionary of British wrestling, Alex Shane, was the one that had the idea. 
He had the idea, he thought, I need a wrestling company and I'm going to invent World of Sport. He invented World of Sport and he brought it to ITV. All hail Alex Shane. <laughs> you <can't laughs> the salute Daryl's doing. Uh, but just to top that one off, it's probably not the first time Alex Shane's tried to screw over a night, though, is it? Oh, I almost said <laughs> Allegedly. Probably, he probably did, though. Do you want to... No, no, show no, 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 he probably didn't. No, it's no. fine. Everything's fine. That sugar on top, that one. Good, yeah. was it? Right, Dan Dan <laughs> believes that. I don't. So. You were on Good Morning Britain. Yeah. Thankfully, Piers Morgan went on with it with him. It was Ben Shepherd. <laughs> because otherwise, I think the combination of the two C words on the same, in the same television show might have created a black hole. I think this show could have done with more Ben Shepherd, to be honest. Like... <laughs> Ben Shepard or anyone. We've gone anyone. down a da- deck. Yeah. No, you know what? Like co- compared to the some of the people that on wrestling, Ant and Deck are like innocent. I mean he's not. He literally did get found yeah. guilty. Yeah, but, he's not. Yeah. Speaking of which he got released today. Anyway, uh <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Those of you can figure that one. You you you'll know it actually didn't. It's, it's, only, oh. it's only on bail. Oh. Uh all his mates, yeah, good. This is the worst, right? Seriously, <laughs> any fans last week, they are already got. I'm really sorry that we're so bad, right? I'm really sorry to anyone listening to this, including me in the future. I think this is the strongest start we've had to a podcast in a long time. <laughs> I'm sure you do. Did you think the World of Sports Show had a strong start? No. No, why? Uh, they should have started with that Will Ospreay match easily. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, no question. Yeah, definitely. Why wouldn't you, right? You've got Will Ospreay off of really famous off of New Japan and all that, mm. and you've got literally Junior British Bull. They called him the British Bulldog Junior, didn't they? Yeah. Right. Why wouldn't you start with them? Uh, it, it didn't make sense. It, it was like, oh, it, it, there's no it, narrative reason why they couldn't have started with them. No. It's like, oh, here comes Stuart in his suit, and it's like Stuart comes down. Stuart. To the ring. That's what he's called. I know, but that's just ring. hilarious. And then the, every, all the kids are like, oh, it's Wade Barrett. No legal reasons. It's Stuart. Stuart's here. Stuart Bennett. Yeah. Sad news still. Yeah. So oh, why did they not do that? <laughs> that would have been immediately better. I've got some sad news. It's going to be a DQ finish. Oh, uh, so so off, oh, he, off, he, off he comes out at ring, and then he's like, oh, we, we've got to be serious now. Serious British wrestling. Yep. No more Grado. Well, that's not what he said, but Grado did come out. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. And, and like, is it a good idea to tell your audience that Grado's not serious or what? I tell you what was a really bad idea was not having a plant to give the hat to. Yeah. Did you see him give the hat to the little kid who looked like he wanted anything <laughs> other than to be associated with Grado? Yeah. What a bad idea. Basically, if w- as soon as that hat got put on his head, he thought, oh, my mate's going to bully me. <laughs> like, he thought, I, he I thought, told him it's because of the lights wrestling, not me. He yeah. thought, am I going to get this off my head with my web fingers? What? Oh, it's because <laughs> Norwich, yeah. Because no one from outside Norwich went. Well done. Nah. Anyway, yeah, that like it was clearly a bit of you know like the Bret Hart or his sunglasses yeah. kid wanted to be anywhere else. He probably threw the hat back. Yeah, in yeah. a in a, a ECW one night stand. Do you, do you know Cena's you know fashion. when they, when they did the special? I thought Grado was a perfect thing, perfect person for it. A couple of years on, I didn't really agree. Yeah, it's, it's it's. I think his stars dwindled a bit since then. I saw Grado have one of the worst matches I've seen live this year. It weren't entirely his fault. His opponent weren't great in it either. Who was he facing? Uh, Drake. What off of off of rapping? No. Kitty, do you love me? Are you riding? Hotline Blink. Oh yeah, sorry. But you used to call me on my. I love when the hotline Blink. Yeah, that's the one I know. Yeah, that's that's good. Yeah, yeah, not that one. Yeah, yeah but so he's called Drake. You it, can't just call yourself. 
I think he works elsewhere as HT Drake, but it, it, oh, it in Defiant. Drake. I've heard of him. Yeah, and he just it's, he's just Drake in Defiant. Well, that's just no, that's not allowed. No. Well, the thing. What I was if gonna... there's wrestling? Is like, hello, I'm in, I'm Prince. See, here I am. I'm Prince. I, just I, Prince. I'm on transition game this time. You what? Mentioned Defiant. I'm on the transition game this time. Oh yeah. Can you remember when we reviewed the first episode? Well, we were going to review the first episode of Defiant's TV show. What was it? Uh, what, well, we it was what Batman as World Culture Pro Wrestling. And what yeah. was their show called? Reload. We did. I don't know. We did definitely the, watch it. The first episode it and was awful. the first match ended in a DQ, and we ranted for ages about how like a screwy finish on your first match is the worst possible thing you can do. And then World of Sport did the same thing. And I just want to point out. I'm not going to say the guy's name, but. He he's a the guy who books books what culture is a consultant on this. Um, oh, okay, interesting. On the credits, one of the consultants was Douglas Dirdle. Yeah, the same. It was might, do- I know who that is. Yeah, we know who that is. Don't I know that insider. Yeah. Insider. Ooh, yeah. insider. If you think think of British wrestling and you know somebody called Douglas, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's not Craig Dirdle though. No, it's yeah. probably him, isn't it? No, let's be honest. It's, it's Doug Williams. Yeah. Doug Williams. Yeah. I thought that was I thought that was Nigel McGuinness's real name, Doug Williams. What I, I tried to tell, I try, I really wanted Nigel McGuinness's real, you know, like Nigel McGuinness's real name. Yeah. I wanted it to be Doug Williams, and that's why I had to come up with a different name. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, someone's already taken my name. <laughs> I'll have to go by Nigel McGuinness. Yeah. So we were talking about Grado a minute yeah. ago. Yeah. Um, he came back to ICW at weekend at, Sh- at Shug Noose Party. Is that as is that as done with World of Sport? Or we no, 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 I'm just checking. I'm just saying. Like, fine, so. Yeah. Uh, Shogs who's party? Yeah, that's the one. Pie. I can't pronounce it. Yeah, no, sorry. Um, so he came out as I don't know if he was a surprise guest because they were all chanting for Grado to come out. No, but he wasn't a surprise. Well, ja- ja- yeah, no, he was a surprise, but he wasn't a surprise. If you get my drift, yeah, he was, they knew he was coming back, hmm. but he wasn't supposed to be at Shogs who's party. Yeah, so ja- Jackie Polo on second night wanted uh, his rematch against Lineart, but Jeff Jarrett was there, general manager for weekend, and he he was like, no, but uh, I'm going to give you a different match and Grado came out and he got a massive pop. I think Grado works in certain uh, places and I think he's very I don't know, it's very um, specific if you think about it. So like, with the whole ICW thing, it's similar to how I was saying about NXT with Bailey. It is that everything was built up and built up and built up in that environment mm. and then it had its big big thing and then he's tried to make it work somewhere else but there's not got that backstory elsewhere, so you've just got bumbling idiot Grado as a main eventer. See, in, in the special, it worked because that was him. He came on, and like by the end, he was he won because like he he went through that. Because at the start, he was in the opening match, wasn't he, with Dave Morales? Yeah. Sorry, Dave Mastiff. The human hate machine, Dave Morales. Yes. And then he lost that match. Then he got back into the rumble, won the rumble by like almost a fluke, uh, with support of B- B- Davy Boy Smith Jr. And then won the title at the end. It was like a triumph story. This is a bit like, uh, like you say, an idiot story. Plus, also, like I say, I think his stars sort of dwindled a little bit. See, yeah. like for us, I think it has. But in terms of a casual audience who will watch this, I think he's fine. Like he'll be, he'll be all right, and they'll do all right with him. He's fine, but I don't think he's as like popular as he was then. I think I think being in TNA and losing ICW has dropped him off a little bit. See. In all my discussions about this the last few days, like I instantly re- recognised this isn't the show for me. Oh, like, definitely it's not, not. It's not I watched it and yeah, yeah. thought you'd hate it. Yeah, it's it's 
like I, I don't hate it. Like I, it's fine to put on the watch and stuff, but it's not the type of thing I gravitate towards, and that's fair enough. Like I'm not the audience they're going for. They don't want my audience because if they did, they wouldn't get any ratings. But I've got plenty to complain about on the production side of things that they're supposed to be the best at. Um, in terms of the wrestling in the ring, I'm not going to comment much on it. Like well, we can comment on the opening match where they yeah. came out and like four, five blokes all just came out together. And it's like, here they are, all five blokes, but they're all five blokes, they're about to have a match. And it wasn't really clear, like, who was friends with who until one of them smacked one of them on ramp, and then, like, who's who here, you know? I I know I just said I wouldn't complain about wrestling. The finish of this match was ridiculous. Oh, yeah, well, what about about, about Crater getting DQ'd for holding the ropes too long? And they replayed it, too. Not even, like, whacking him in nads. Like, you do that. Whack him in nads. He got the Andre the Giant Survivor Series 89 or 90 thing. There was a match where Andre the Giant... uh, Jake Snake Roberts was the last survivor of his team, and the entire um, of Ted DiBiase's team was still in the match. So Andre the Giant got Jake the Snake in the corner and choked him out and got DQ'd, which left him completely vulnerable for Ted DiBiase to come and pin him. See, like, even that that. would have been better if, like, he choked him or something. Like, anything other than, oh, he's holding him slightly in the ropes a bit. What's that? Well, I don't... in a corner. I don't mind him establishing a rule set. Like, so if, like... If the referee's going to look uh, like he's a, an authority figure and be like, right, you've got a count of five, you're a bit like him off of Gladiators with Whistle. Yep. John Anderson. Yeah, yep. John Anderson. I want to Andrew- his- say John Andrews, but I knew that one wrong. But, you know, I still remember his name. That yeah. establishes, yeah, again. Because he, he had a bit, a bit of authority about him. And so, like, Scottish, so. Yeah. Uh, so Steve Linsky, I thought, oh, yeah, let's have a bit of authority about him. He just DQs him. And I weren't that bothered because I thought they had to get him out of there if they weren't going to have him win match because he obviously is a big guy. Which I get that, yeah, yeah. But then they just yeah. undermined all of his <laughs> authority when uh, he... Rampage just slipped back in ring. <laughs> yeah. The referee has let him do it. The referee has let himself down. The referee has let himself down here. It's all gone tits <laughs> up. So I tell you what, that was a disgrace. Um... <laughs> I'm Wade Barrett. I'm not... I mean, no, not Wade Barrett. No, don't sue me, please. Sorry. Do we invoice Wade... Do we invoice yes. Stu Barrett? invoice Stuart Barnett to whatever his bloody name <laughs> what, what is. What are we invoicing him for? For him just swearing? <laughs> well, I don't agree. I don't think that was a swear word. And frankly, both of you haven't paid in the last few weeks, so you two <laughs> I, need I, to pay I, first. I gave a box of Jaffa Cakes as interest. So. That's not the same thing. Um, it is I swearing. I sound a bit more like Jeremy Clarkson now. It's going a little bit. <laughs> okay. Based on the uh, George Collins word you can't say on television sketch. Yeah, yeah but, he always brings that up. Yeah, but like, I not, think that's a good bar- barometer yeah, for. Yeah, we're, we're, we're not on TV, so. Yeah. But we have a swear jar. He mentioned where, necrophilia where it... once, and you're having a go at me for saying something went tits it's off. Not swear, that's it. not swearing. Necrophilia exactly. is not swearing. Yeah, I know, but my, my point is neither is <laughs> going tits up. Anyway. Anyway, uh, bloody would, rampage is in the match, isn't it? And that fellow's name I didn't know. About like a Robbie X. It'll be on it, don't worry. Yeah. It'll be on ladder match. Next week or whenever it is oh, yeah. soon. We've got Kip Sabian, though. I quite like Kip Sabian. Tag match were all right. Joe Hendry yeah. and Martin Kirby. I saw that coming a mile off, obviously, because yeah. it's Martin Kirby. But I can <laughs> get that no one would see it. Like, theoretically, that audience wouldn't see it from Martin Did Kirby. they announce him as Mr. Bad Attitude as well? Yeah. It, I can't remember when, like, last time I heard him use that nickname, but I was, I was happy to see him on TV. Probably an so. NWL. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There's a reference. Yeah. That was all right. Joe Hendry and uh, Martin Kirby against, was it uh, Yeston Reese and Kip Sabian? Yep. Yep, they're doing little tag titles. That were yeah. awesome. Oh, can we talk about the backstage, the few backstage segments they did, like the interviews? Yes. 
so in WWE when they do this and they're just like backstage in production areas and stuff, I don't mind it as much because WWE's a big production and the way they present themselves, they're in arenas and all this. I don't think it looked a bit Powland that they were just in front of some like production crates and the belts were just resting on these crates. Uh, the belts thing wasn't great, but yeah, I, I'm not. I'm, uh, I'd have liked the belts to have been like. I, I'm a bit of a belt mark, but like, I'd have liked the belts to be like on on like little podium things or on little like ta- little tables. Yeah, they don't have podiums in Norwich though, do they? Do they not? After the pedestrianisation of the city <laughs> centre. See, I think that's the thing of production that bothered me the least. <laughs> Oh, yeah, there was far more worse things production-wise. Can I just say, in case I forget to say it later, I am going to watch the full 10-episode run if it makes it to oh, 10 yeah. episodes. Because, oh, same, yeah. Because, like, as much as we are criticising it, it is, I think it is a good thing for British wrestling in the long run that in like ITV have put some on... Like, I don't know if it's classed as prime time, but they've not tucked it away at 3 a.m. in the morning. Yeah. It's like... Tea time. 3am in the morning, not 3am at night. Alright. Uh, you're having a go at me all the time. Yeah, I am, yeah. But you started it. Start why? You brought up Savile within five minutes. Well, I'm going to go at you. I wouldn't say your Savile. I hope not. No. <laughs> no. We've been down that route. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> all I'm going to say is, we've been down that route before. Carry on. That's, that's brilliant. Carry on. No, you can't. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> Okay, I'll carry on. Right. Um, can I do my list of production annoyances? Yeah, yeah go on. Right, go it's on. all about okay. camera cuts, isn't it? Let's be honest. Let's no, so the first thing that I noticed, the mics weren't levelled. Oh. I met you do the mic levelling every episode now. Yeah, although, to I make mean, sure it's... if we're going to, if we're going to, if we're going to, that, that happened a lot last week, so, you know, let's do. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, my gear isn't ITV's gear. I haven't got the ITV budget. I've managed to put all this in my back bedroom and somehow get better audio quality sometimes than they did on this show. The amount of times the mics were distorting drove me insane. You know how bad I am for production stuff and how much it annoys me when there's bad production, especially when they've got a budget to do something about it. Like, either tell Barrett and and Alex Shane that to keep the voices down a tad, or if you think they're going to be a bit loud... Give him a bit of room. Give him, like, knock the gain, gain down a in, little bit. In this climate, you can't tell the lady to keep her noise down a bit, mate. Like, so if so, you tell SoCalval, just pipe down, SoCal. Pipe down. It's a bit sexist, that. Yeah. You can't do Wait, that. Uh, You're a woman, Stu hater. Barrett was I'm the offended. worst. Uh, it, sad news, Stu was the worst offender for distorting the mics, which yeah. really bugged me. And then there's the camera cuts. Yeah. But to be honest, the camera angles were pretty bad in the first place, but this is from someone who watches a ton of wrestling. And then the camera cuts were really frustrating. Again, I'll, I'll say the thing of it's. This isn't aimed at me. Like this product isn't probably aimed at me. It's aimed at very casual wrestling fans and people who might be getting ready to go out on a Saturday night or something, and they've, or they've just brought the kids home from football and they want something to watch on TV. But at the same time, like if I had ITV's money and I, I feel like I'd put on even like a hundred times better production than this, it drove me insane through the show. Uh, that's the thing that put me off the show the most. Like, I didn't care, like, the DQ at the beginning annoyed me a bit. I was more annoyed at when they did the replay of Crater getting DQ, the camera was shaky, and it really bugged me. Like, things like that really just annoy the hell out of me. Is this basically fan- family-friendly wrestling society X? <laughs> yeah. It is a bit, in it? Yeah. Which I'm all right with. No piranha death match. But that's what it is, you know? It's like... Do you know what? This, if Wrestle Society X were around nowadays, it'd be a Netflix special, wouldn't it? And it won't, it won't, it got cancelled. Yeah, you're probably right. Oh, I've got the DVD. Of that so I've got DVD on Wrestle yeah. Society X. It's amazing. Have you, have you, Graham, have you seen it? 
Have you uh, seen the full run? Uh, no, I've, I saw a lot of it, but I didn't yeah. see the full run. No. Oh, it's brilliant. Like, yeah. but not in a like. Oh, Daryl finds it brilliant, but it's rubbish. I mean, like, it's it's actually a thrill. It's it's good. There's a bedding really in period of, a, of an episode or two where you kind of like getting you actually you'll probably be used to the camera cuts now but at the time it seemed a bit excessive well yeah because it because it's the matches are that cut up you have to kind of get used to it yeah. but if you go into it not expecting the WWE but, thing then it's, well, it's like i saw some people complain about the fact that the replays weren't picture in picture but i get why like you what they do that to yeah. cut down matches yeah and it's an edited show so it doesn't matter you're not missing anything yeah plus also like um on something like Ninja Warrior or Total Wipeout, which basically, let's be honest, this is wrestling Total Wipeout. This is wrestling Ninja yeah, Warrior. That's, yeah. that's basically what this is doing the role of, or what we want it to do the role of, isn't it? Is yeah. that, that sort of sports entertainment type show that you can whack on at five o'clock, kids will watch it, parents will watch it, and they'll be like, oh, that was all right for an hour. You know, whilst whilst they're ordering the dominoes or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, if they're rich parents. I mean, my parents were like Bella Pizza, so... Oh, yeah. yeah. Is that that one what we had where it's a massive square piece? Yeah, that's actually, actually, that's yeah, it's actually quite good. Yeah. yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong, it'll, it's heart attack in a box. But it'll the Rogue Rumble <laughs> podcast sponsored by Bella Pizza. It's heart attack in a box. <laughs> no, if they're going to sponsor us, like, you know, <laughs> send us a square pizza every so often. That's all I'm asking. Yeah, I, I don't even want money. Maybe two square pizzas to put shit difference in diets. Well, all right. You get an half and half. Yeah. I get a margarita. Some on we'll it. We'll throw some. Ba- Here he is. Oh, I want some on it, but oh, don't make let make it be a Dan and Rommel. <laughs> Sorry, I literally I couldn't not do it. I couldn't not. I'd started, so I had to finish. I actually had to do the douchey thing today. Of I, I, I'm going on a. Did you have to do it? I'm going to ask. Did you have to do it? Yeah, because otherwise I wouldn't have had anything to eat at the course. But they've asked if you've got any special dietary requirements, so I actually had to write in that I'm a vegetarian on a work like course form. Say so vegan. No, I'm, I'm not vegan. Well, no, I know, but, but if yeah. I was a vegan, then I would literally have nothing to eat because the op- the options will be what they always are with the NHS: egg. cheese or egg. Yeah. Like egg. There's, there's no other option. The Royal Global Podcast sponsored by NHS. It's just cheese or egg. I went on a work do once, and <laughs> um, and no, there were a buffet. Yeah. And there were a vegetarian sat in front of me, and she would do my head in all day. So I went up and got as many cheese sandwiches as possible so she couldn't have anything to eat. <laughs> and I'm not even sorry for it. Do you know what? That's extra devious. That's like... Because <laughs> the simple thing to do would be, I went and got some meat and ate it in front of her, but she'll have seen that several times. You've gone You've gone the extra mile. Yeah. I, I got a breakfast in the canteen this morning and they didn't have any corn stuff out like they normally do. So I asked, oh, have you got any corn stuff? And they said, oh, we don't get many of your type coming in. Of your type? <laughs> I was like, Your oh. type? Okay, we I'll, don't get your sort in here very yeah, often. Yeah, I'll, I'll just have egg and beans then, won't I? <laughs> we don't get your sort in. Are we ne- excited for World Sport next week? Next week's uh, late, the Women's Championship. Yeah. yeah. It's... Be all right. Uh, Kaylee Ray, Viper, and someone else whose name is Kaylee. There you go. Uh, I right. know all them. That'll be all right. Yeah. Viper was on telly recently. Mm. Little documentary. She's probably more famous than Grado is at the moment, to be honest. Yeah. I think so. And... They're about, they're all like Her documentary got higher ratings than World of Sport did. There you go then. Get her on. Because World of Sport got a... Was it a, nine, a 093 or something like that? But it works out like... I can't remember exactly. It, it, what, what I read was it worked out over a million viewers. Yeah. And uh, World of Sport were boasting on Twitter that it's the most viewed wrestling show uh, in like 30 or 40 years. Or so something. wait, did, did, it, did it beat five-star wrestling? Uh, <laughs> oh my god, really? I mean, it, it's like the scale I used to use with rating best matches I've seen live. I didn't include Kenta matches. Right. So you don't include five star in that. Oh. 
All right, then. How can you compete with Carlito and Chris Masters? How indeed. So Kane, Kane's going to be the mayor, right? Has he won? Well, it was on Thursday, so oh, yes, uh, he won. Yeah, okay. Kane is the mayor. Well done, Kane. Or unlucky Kane. You should have lit a fire under Knox County harder. What if this is all just a massive storyline and lighting a fire in the Knox County means he's literally going to set the town on fire Friday morning? That'd be a big. W- that, I mean, that'd be a good. <laughs> that'd be a good angle for SummerSlam, wouldn't it? Like you'd watch SummerSlam based on that. What if he starts a forest fire? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Miz quoting a promo there SmackDown There's next a week. Would a forest fire make you more or less likely to watch SummerSlam? Uh, more. Good. See, there you go. Promotional <laughs> tactic. You can imagine the Miz's promo next week. You should quit, and you make set fire to a town. <laughs> yeah, well, <the laughs> well, I mean, this week's promo was a bunch of babies, literally. They got a, like Daniel Bryan was like having a go at him, and uh, I mean, the Mrs. promo work was still really good. Like he, Daniel Bryan said, "Oh, come out here," and he was like, "I'm not coming out there," because, and Daniel Bryan said, like, "Well, you're you're a coward." Then he went, "Oh, am I a coward?" Right, last time, uh, you called me a coward. I had a go at you, and you walked off. Oh, so who's the coward here, mate? Anyway, I'm not coming out. Here's a bunch of babies calling you a baby. Bye. Um, Smith, he's mint. In case you didn't hear my phone, I'm, I'm going to stick with the rule. Good. Follow the rule. No worries, dude. I need to get a library card. I mean, I, if, I, <laughs> if I had a pound for every time I got that exact text, I'd have no pounds. <laughs> Brock Lesnar was on Raw this week, finally came back, didn't he? Yeah, this was fun. Yeah? Yeah. So, what did you enjoy more this week? Did you enjoy Samojo tearing up AJ Styles on SmackDown, or did you enjoy Brock Lesnar reading magazines on Raw? Uh, neither, but it's very closely linked to Brock Lesnar reading magazines. It's all the memes created after <laughs> the fact, yeah. and all the photoshops of Brock Lesnar's magazines that he was reading. I saw whether they were reading Gigantic Asses magazine, which I <laughs> yeah. particularly enjoyed, yeah. Uh, him, him reading his wife's Playboy magazine. <laughs> him reading Shawn Michaels Playgirl magazine. <laughs> Which you have. The Necronomicon. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what that is. From the Evil Dead films. Evil Dead, the Evil Dead uh, book that you read uh, it and all the Evil Dead come up. Yeah. Like, all right, where are the Evil Dead? I mean, that's not a direct quote from the film, the following. Okay. Ask Follow Your Soul. So the magazine he was reading. The, well, the, the, the magazines he was reading were already funny enough, I think. <laughs> the, the Backwoodsman. Yeah, that was one of them, but they had separate ones. Did you not see that they had more than one? I'm going to level you, mate. When I was watching it, I was half asleep, so no. He had multiple magazines, <laughs> right? One of them was the Backwoodsman. The next one was, like, Modern Huntsman or something. He had several <laughs> magazines about him killing stuff. And, of course, the most relatable one, for specifically for you, I think, Dan, but also for many of us. Uh, Heyman's like, oh, have you seen what they're saying? And he goes, I don't watch the show. Why would I watch the show? <laughs> that is highly relatable for me. <laughs> Brock Lesnar, WWE Universal Champion, with apparently three three appearances left on his deal. So he wins at SummerSlam then, and his final appearance is at Raw next night in it because it's a massive swerve. Yep, that's it basically. Yeah. Oh, if he and then if he beats Roman again, <laughs> is there even any point in him being up roster? Yeah, but he's going to beat Roman, isn't he? You reckon? Yeah, because my, my my working theory at the minute is he beats Roman, and it's whoever's money in the bank holder Wrong. cashes in. No, could be Kevin Owens though, couldn't it? No. Uh-huh. Why? There's no way in the world that Kevin Owens is pinning Brock Lesnar. Yeah, no, but he needs not. to get his heat back, doesn't he? I'll tell you right now, they're not doing that. There's no way oh, in the world. I would love my life so See, much. I if, want Roman to win. In fact, Kevin Owens, why? Because I want this to be <laughs> over. stopped in mid-thought. That's never yeah, happened. Why? I want this to be over 
every six to nine months to a year having to go through this exact same thing. It's been two years, two and a half years now. Let's just get it over with. Yeah, but he's not over. He's rubbish. Yeah, but we get this part over with, and then we continue with his lives and do something else that's not repeating ourselves every six to 12 months. Same I just want it, it, it done. Itself. It will be repeating, Same as it? ever was. Because Brotless will be gone now. So, like, Brotless yeah, still beats him because he, he hates Roman Reigns in real life, I imagine. That's why we won't, won't lay down for him. I d- they'll bring him back just to lose to Roman at some point because that's what they wanted to do this time. And then they get cold feet again. I just want to get it over and done with. Once in a lifetime. Do you think Once in a Lifetime was actually written many years in advance about The Rock and John Cena off of that show where they did it once in a lifetime and then they did it again? The David year Byrne is magical, so. Magic oh. David. He's a big wrestling fan as well, isn't he? What we, I mean, you can see from suit. He wears, all <laughs> the, he wears the same suit as John Cena, so, you know. I've got that DVD in there. John Stop Cena definitely sense. goes to Vince McMahon's tailor. Oh, yeah, We've yeah, agreed on that, yeah. haven't we? Yeah. Yeah. Started say, watching Total, Total Bellas this week. <laughs> Just... Get your suit game, get your suit game in check, John Cena. Oh my God! Well, you know what happened, don't you? Vince, like when Cena just before Cena became a massive star, Vince said, "I'll introduce you to my tailor." And then because Cena's such a nice guy, he like couldn't say no to him. So he now just goes to Vince's tailor and gets the suits measured. How Vince gets his measured? Yeah, that's definitely. Well, out of my it. arms are so vascular. Hey, get a, get an extra shoulder room for them shoulders. Get it. Shoulder room for the shoulders, buddy. Uh, how how would you like the pants? He wants the pants baggy, baggy. That's how people want them. They want extra room for calves and grapefruits and grapefruits and knee support things for when you tear both your quads getting in and out of the ring. Oh, you really could do with them. <laughs> As if Vince would have knee supports, even if he did tear both quads again. I don't want no supports. I can do it on my own. I fully believe. Member. I fully believe he had them sewed into his in like under his skin, just so he, people couldn't see him being weak. It's an interesting theory. Uh, I've had many theories about them. I can't remember what the last McMahon theory I had was, but it uh, went on for a bit. I can't. Yeah, remember. I think it did. Yeah. Speaking of going on for a bit, uh, <laughs> Cedric Alexander and uh, Ty Dillinger are in a bit of bother, aren't they? And may or may not be fired. Yeah, it worries me a little bit because. Like, I could still get employed by WWE because I am retired, but I will come out of retirement for them. And if would you come out of retirement just for two or five live though? Probably. Yeah, probably. And and if and if they see some of my heinous tweets or listen to this, listen to the opening of this podcast, for example, uh, yeah, I'll be fired. I mean, in terms of old tweets being brought up and used against you, sometimes uh, this happened to me the other day, legitimately. And I'm trying to find the tweet right you now. You didn't make so a rape joke, you. did you? No. Um, oh. Oh, I almost certainly did at least once, so I hope this isn't a new thing. I don't tell me the person has unliked it, so it's disappeared yeah. from my things. Um, I had a random notification saying, um, "Oh, you had so and so liked your tweet." And I'm just trying to find now. Can you fill just while I see if, if I can? Oh uh, well, yeah. Do you know talking to social media from the past? Um, occasionally, I get this thing on Facebook where it says, "Oh, ten years ago, you posted this." I think, "Oh, it's so tragic." Not that I'm any better now, but like I hide it now. Yeah. I mean, like my worst, my worst tweet was. You remember years ago? I was like, "Oh, I'm waiting up raw just to watch Zack Ryder." <laughs> Horrible. <laughs> That's a real thing that I did, and I apologise for it every day. I'm sorry, everyone. Okay. I'm really sorry. I think it's disappeared now. Probably for but, the best. Uh, it was a page that was like Garuffalo fans. Right. Why have you added an extra syllable to that? What? No, because... not Mark. Not Mark Ruffalo. What? Janine oh. Garuffalo. I don't know. Who okay. That is. 
She was in Mystery Men. A tweet I posted nearly 10 years ago. Oh, saying, you definitely said you wanted to do a bad rape on her, didn't no, you? No, I didn't. All I said was, does anyone else think Janine Garofalo's a bit sexy? And someone okay. liked it nearly 10 years after the fact. Oh. You didn't, I, I've got a, a type for that type of woman. That's a bit weird. You didn't threaten to do a rape on her, though, so it's No, but right. see, it, if people like will go back far, uh, that far back on tweets by me, Cedric Alexander should have seen this coming. But at the same time, it's a bit I deleted crap. a lot of my old tweets. Yeah. I, I downloaded an app that would delete them all at once, and they deleted them all at once because I didn't—I didn't know what I'd said. It yeah. passed, so I thought if I just delete them all, yeah, you're all right. Aren't you? Yeah, that's probably a good idea. I should literally look into that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, we said earlier. Well, they both apologised. So whether or not that has cost them their careers, I hope not. Can I just say, right? Uh, wait, no, because uh, no, I yeah, don't yeah, need yeah, it, right? Do, no, but you do need to do, do it. Yeah. Okay. We, haven't, we haven't done it. This in is a while. for all of us. Don't forget. Okay. Right. It, it limits any of us to like if he tries to go beyond that two minutes and two seconds. Oh, yeah. So yeah, it's it's song woo time. Can you tell me it? if it's playing or not? You ready? Oh yeah. Right. There we go. Um, go. All I'm saying is, like, yeah, if you make a bad, it's a bad joke. Yeah. 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 10 years ago. Yep. Don't deserve to lose his job now for a, for a joke that he made 10 years ago when he wasn't even employed by the company. Yeah, that's that's the kicker for me is that he wasn't employed by the... Now, if they went back and went, so hold on, we employed you and you did this. Well, I don't agree with it because I think people change, but I totally get why they would go, well, actually, you were part of our employee. But if he's not even employed by them at the time and he's apologised... Look, I'm not by any sense like ju- justifying what they said but I'm justifying the fact that people should be able to apologise for mistakes they made before yeah this is the James Gunn argument all over again isn't it it's exactly which that. was really rich coming from Disney considering some of the stuff in their history but or their, pre- or their present like Johnny Depp yeah they literally employ Johnny Depp so even if we don't go into some of the stuff they've done before um have we got anything further to say on this matter no I'm done Nah, people change. I think they do, really. Um, ultimately, yeah. But what if you're Hulk Hogan? Are you, have you changed that then, or is that different? Well, he clearly hasn't changed, though, has he? Because, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It was like, Hulk Hogan I'm really said, sorry, brother, and all I got to say is, watch who you're talking in front of. <laughs> yeah, well done, Hulk. That's quality astrology there, mate. Hulk looked really weird without his moustache, didn't he? I've not seen a picture of him, mate. No, you remember when he had like oh, Dungeon of Doom, nineteen ninety three. Yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah, I just saw another picture of it the other day. Yeah, it looks like a woman off of Coronation Street. It looks like Russ Abbott. Yes, that's who it looks <laughs> like. <laughs> is that do is that a reference for you as well? No, no. Um, you're not that young. Come on, Russ Abbott. You were a staple in my youth. Yeah, but like, how old are you? I'm thirty one. Yeah, I'm 27, so like... Yeah, we're both in our 20s, so we're both, <laughs> yeah, we're both in our 20s. <laughs> That's, what? Hmm? What, now? Yeah. Well, yeah, we're both like... in our 20s. Look. Well, I mean, you know, it's just... Yeah, when both... the listeners are listening now. Don't say it. We're both in our 20s. That's, right. you know, so <laughs> let's... You know, don't need to be specific. TikTok. <laughs> all right, you're odd. <laughs> Apparently, uh, Jason Jordan and uh, Dean Ambrose might be coming back soon. Yay! Do you know what the plans for both of them are? Uh put Dean Ambrose back in the shield and put Jason Jordan back with Chad Gable. Yeah, it's that. Just straight up stick them back where they were. Yeah. Uh, That's literally the plan. Okay. Which is probably the best thing for both of them. Let's not mention Jason Jordan being Kurt Angleson ever again. <laughs> yeah. That's probably what will happen, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's... 
stock or they gloss over it. Why not? It's it's really difficult to be excited Technicals. about a lot of stuff in WWE. Apart from Brock Lesnar reading magazines. Yeah. But is that really super? I'm more excited about Samoa Joe and AJ Styles, to be perfectly honest. I know that sounds bad, but I'm more excited about that. I, I, I feel like I should be, but I'm not. Yeah, I will be, because it's different. I, AJ Styles is... is what, what? He's... Best wrestler in the world? Well, he is, but, like, what's happened to him? What do you mean, what's happened to him? Well, like, you know, remember when CM Punk was the world champion? Yeah. And he wasn't headlining, because, like, John Cena versus Kane was important. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> that's pretty much what's happening to AJ Styles right now, isn't it? Yeah. He's a bit... Why is he at mid-card? I thought they liked him. Short, though, isn't he? Well, yeah, but, like, you know, a lot of people are short. Speaking of which, I was about to say Dolph Ziggler's short, right? So why is Dolph Ziggler cosplaying as Chris Jericho from 1999? Uh, he straightened his he, hair. Because he got done with cosplaying as, as uh, Billy Gunn from 1999. That's about right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he straightened his hair. Yeah. He's no longer noodle-headed. So they are, you spaghetti-headed fuck. I'll pay the... <laughs> 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 On that note... <laughs> yeah, good. Let's let's, let, let's let's rewind. Let's not talk about the G1 because you don't want G1 spoilers, do you? Yeah, uh, apologies. There's no G1 this week. Yeah, record. Sorry. I, I, I'll break the. I, I'll break Fabe, brother. Um, break Fabe. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Can, can he put money in the jar for that? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I'm not putting money in the jar for that. Um, we're recording this really early in the week, and I haven't watched the shows from Sunday through to today on the day we're recording, and I don't want to see spoils because I decided to watch American Rana on Monday night oh, instead. Nice. And then I forgot what I did last night. Right. Well, we're also recording late enough in the week that we did. Uh, we didn't talk about um, uh, Brian Christopher and oh yeah, uh, Nikolai Volkov died this week. Yeah, somebody else as well, mate. Brickhouse Brown. Yeah, I'll level with you. I hadn't heard of that person, but fair he enough. He was right. the guy they wanted to replace the junkyard dog. Ah, so they gave him a relatively similar name. Yep. Interesting. Makes sense. I. Uh, I don't have a great deal to say about any of these. Um, one of them is incredibly sad. I didn't even um, know Brian Christopher slash Brian Lawler was in prison. Uh, no, I only found out that due due to due to this as well. Yeah. yeah. See, with with both of them, like, I I really liked Nikolai Volkov because I like I like a foreign heel gimmick when it's done well. So. Do you remember when Grandmaster Sexy came back for a night? That was meant. Yeah, he came back and did that. Like he was wearing this shirt and tie, and he was Michael Cole's mate, and he still did the dance. <laughs> That were quality. <laughs> the shovel dance and then like s- slap Jerry Lawler in the face. Yeah. yeah. See, the Brian Christopher quite a good one. Angle. The Brian Christopher one is really sad. Yeah, it really is. The fact that like he wasn't able to get help and here we are. Hey, yeah, there are a lot of lot of, there's so much stuff around that. I don't even think I can start yeah. on Brian Christopher. Um but yes, sad. It's it's very sad, especially like the way it happened as well. It, it's not nice in any front, really. And I read a nice story about Brian Christopher. Um, he was working in an indie show. Um, it might have even been in the UK. He was working in an indie show. And um, the promoter had clearly not drawn that many people. And uh, But he, he had he had the money to pay the wrestlers. Um, yeah, it wasn't one PW. I don't know any money. Um, so he went to paid Brian Christopher, he gave him his envelope and he walked off. And then later in the night, and I don't know if it, I can't remember if it, he gave him all of it back, but he definitely gave him a lot of the money back. 
and and said, look, I can clearly see you've not really drawn here, so you you, you have the money, which is a nice nice thing of him to do. Which mm. you know, wrestlers doing that, do you? Very no, often. Yeah. no. I was I have managed to sit like I've seen a few people talk about uh, who worked at the British Wrestling Revival show. Was it in when it was Eddie Guerrero versus Doug Williams on yeah. Bravo? I know some guys who worked on that show, and they said like based off that night, I've not got a great opinion of him, but otherwise so-and-so. But then I've seen quite a lot of nice stories about him as well. Like um, Greg Burridge posted a really funny story about a rib he pulled on all the other wrestlers. Now, is that NWA Greg Burridge, Darren Burridge, or just Burridge? It's I mean, Greg Burridge. Right, Greg. So it's Pro Wrestling 101 Burridge, <laughs> not not Pro Wrestling Revolution Burridge. Or was it Revolution? That's what it was going to be, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, so, the, yeah, the... the, the, the nearly said who his co-investor was there um so not one pw which was the pocker one okay just check in okay go on yeah um but yeah so he shared a room with burridge uh, like brian christopher uh pronouns pal that's for daryl yep. um <laughs> uh, so they shared a room and he's brian christopher snuck behind the desk in the hotel and managed to somehow work it that their room service will get charged to all the other wrestlers rooms <laughs> so they ordered like 150 dollars 150 pounds worth of stuff like just filled themselves up like got loads of sweets and crisps and drinks and everything and then the next morning the bit he enjoyed the most was they were sat in the foyer watching people like vampiero get really angry when they got the hotel bills and there's all these extra fees on it like i've had room service and brad christopher just sat there with this massive grin on his face knowing what he's done see those type of stories like Underneath everything that happened, he obviously was a good guy and stuff, and it's very sad that he's passed away. Did Brian Christopher ever hold a title? Probably. Like, were they tag champions or do you hold the European or the light heavyweight or something? Got to have been a hardcore champ at some point, sure. Well, so was he a champion? Because we're talking about Knight of Champions, aren't we? Yeah. Tenuous link. <laughs> da 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 da. I know this all sounds strange because there's no pay-per-view called Night of Champions anymore, but we realised this week that we haven't gone back to 2008 and it's only a couple of weeks till SummerSlam. So basically, that's what we're doing this week and next week, isn't it? Yeah, if you want. Yeah, we've, we've, we've caught up with the homework after a while. The Irish supercar that we had to take us back in time that we're not going to name for legal reasons has been in the shop for MOT because it's a bit shaky nowadays. It's about 30-year-old. Yeah, good. That's good. Always, always leave on a strong point. That's fine. We're going to talk about Night of Champions 2008 after this. The Royal Grumble Podcast. You can't slander the dead. We are the champions, my friends. I didn't know what Devour by Shinedown sounded like, so... Oh, was Shine Down the music? Yeah, the play. Of course it. it was. Oh, I hate Shine Down. Well, Did you not learn the lyrics? No, I didn't this week. Sorry. Mm. I'm busy. Little Mo Farouk's been swimming. Oh, yeah. Not on his own. I held him up in water. Yeah? Yeah, we're all right. Did you baptize him? Is that. No. No. Oh, actual swimming. I'm not a priest. Not anymore. No. <laughs> <laughs> not after the scandal. Like, that's why I can never go back to Cork. Go back to where? Cork. Oh. Um, it was a draft, weren't it? Yeah. Before Night of Champions. Yeah, it was, yeah. So I've got the draft here. I'll quickly run through it. Brilliant. So Love a draft before yeah. I pay for you. So Raw got um, Rey Mysterio from SmackDown, CM Punk, current Money in the Bank holder from ECW, Michael Cole from SmackDown, Batista from SmackDown, and current ECW champion Kane from SmackDown. That's uh, from ECW. They got all them on TV. Yep. In the supplemental draft, 
They got Jamie Noble, Juice, and Chuck Palumbo from SmackDown. Matt Stryker, Layla, and Kofi Kingston from ECW. So Jamie Noble, who, and Chuck Palumbo? Juice. juice. Juice, off of Juice and Domino. Oh, Juice, right, okay. Yeah. I was thinking like Juice, like J-U-I-C-E. Oh, okay. Uh, so then SmackDown, they got Jeff Hardy, Jim Ross, Umaga, Mr. Kennedy, and Triple H, current WWE champion from Raw. Uh, and then in the supplemental draft, they got Trevor Murdoch, D.H. Smith, Brian Kendrick, and Maria from Raw, Big Daddy V, oh, sorry, and Carlito, and then Big Daddy V and Shelton Benjamin from ECW. And ECW got Matt Hardy from SmackDown, and then in the supplemental draft, uh, oh, he was the current US champion, by the way. Then uh, supplemental draft, they got Mark Henry, Hornswoggle, and Finley from SmackDown, and Super Crazy from Raw. So, pop quiz. Yep. What have Chuck Pullenbo, Trevor Murdoch, and DH, uh, DH Smith and Big Daddy V got in common? Uh, none of them had a match on the brand that they... Pretty much. None yeah. of them appeared on the brand because yeah. uh, they got released from the contract before. Yeah. Sounds about right. Yeah. What Chuck Palumbo did? Yeah. I thought you will remember him. Well, uh, yeah, but he... You he... will remember me! It actually hurts my throat to do it. It must have hurt the singer guy's throat. Yeah, so that, that was that was the draft. Um, no, Notable that uh, Jim Ross got drafted to SmackDown. Not yeah, uh, without being told. Let's oh, not forget oh, yeah, that. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't told. They literally just went, right, when we... Because remember, they spent ages trying to find a new lead announcer and they tried for Mike Goldberg and he didn't want to go in the end and they tried for Joey Styles and then they didn't like him and then they tried Mike Adelney a bit or whatever and then basically they just went, right, we're just going to make it Michael Cole then. Yeah, this was before as well. Um, this was before the time when Jim Ross was always looking miserable. Yeah. And this isn't a bell palsy thing. I mean, he's just I was certainly half of him looks miserable. Like the other <laughs> half, he can't really do much about. So what do you want? And you had to go at us for all Jimmy Savile stuff at the beginning of the show. <laughs> no, you're right. No, you're right. What you said is much better than me. You're right. Feel I, for, please, I'm not join me I'm up here on the moral high ground. I'm not saying I'm better. You I'm climb just saying, on that moral high welcome. ground ladder. <laughs> right. So anyway, this this has permutations for this show because certain things must happen. Otherwise, certain things will not happen. Yeah, so... Um, Basically, SmackDown has currently both the WWE and World Heavyweight Championship. Yeah, basically, SmackDown did all right. Raw did the best. And with the, ex- with the exception of Triple out. H, Raw did the best. And ECW just got absolutely bummed. Because yeah. I remember this is the one where Taz swears on, on air. <laughs> like, literally, they go, ECW only gets one draft. And I think they win that by... Because it's one of those ones where you win a match, you get a draft pick for your brand. Yeah. And they win that by DQ, I'm pretty confident. Um, and yeah, yeah, it's Matt Hardy, and I'm pretty sure Taz says the F word in response to that. Yeah. Also, does, I thought um, I thought Umaga was on the show as well because wasn't this where um, Mike Adley goes? Yeah. Oh, Umaga. Well, Umaga um was drafted to SmackDown from Raw. Oh, then no, it wasn't this one. Okay. There you go. Then. So first match was a WWE Tag Team Championship match. It was champions John Morrison and The Miz. Versus Finley and Hornswoggle. Good tag team. Good tag team. Solid tag yeah. team. Yeah. Who who won? Miz and Morrison. Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pinned Hornswoggle when Hornswoggle fell off the top. Not quite. So well, Hornswoggle was on I the mean, top rope, <laughs> going to do a tadpole splash. Yeah, there and thereabouts. Uh, yeah. Onto John Morrison. Fin uh, Finley was on the apron, and Miz ran in and smashed him off the apron. Yeah. Hornswoggle just looked really confused, looking down at the floor at his dad. Laid on the floor. Is it his dad or his carer? Yeah, his dad. I think by this point, it was officially his dad. <laughs> his carer. 
<laughs> well, he's, a, he's older. <laughs> he keeps him in a cage. Not anymore. By this point, they're mates. Oh, yeah. Do you remember when he used to keep him under the ring and boot him under the ring afterwards? Yeah. Like, Come out oh. here. And he was called the little bastard. I'm allowed to say that. That's what yeah, he was yeah. called. See that? What was he called? I'm not going to say it again. Little what? I already said it. Oh. I was hoping you were going to sing it in a Bart Simpson fashion. Um, really? Wait a minute. He stumped us on the Simpsons reference. Bastard, what? bastard, 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 bastard. Or it's when he's Is that a, a real song? It's when he's yeah. a... Uh, it, it's it, when Ho- Homer um, has a half-brother. And really? Yeah, and 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 then they they're driving to meet him, and Bart says, "I oh, he's, he's a bastard." Then, and and Mar- Marge is like, "We'll turn the car around and go home." And then Homer gets like sad. He's like, oh, I don't want to turn the car around and go home. And and she says, "Well, it was an empty threat." And then oh. Bart starts singing that song. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh. oh brother, where art thou? Well, yeah, all right, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Not brother, can you spare two dimes? Which is the other one, with Herb in it. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. I'm just showing that I have some knowledge, all right? <laughs> I'm just trying to get, get back my pride. Go on. Uh, yeah. 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 Ms. Orison won. Fine. Yeah. I don't even like you. Chavo Guerrero with oh. your favourite. What are you looking at? Uh, they, uh, just you know, So the, before that, there's a camera that pa- that pans down from the banners. So the, the banners at the entrance, they've got all the titles. Yeah, yeah. And... um. It's on the US title because that's the next match, the US Championship match. But the banner next to it uh, is a cruiserweight title, which I noticed. Just photoshopped the ECW logo over it, over the. Seriously, text. that's yeah. hilarious. Yeah, that's absolutely. <laughs> which is weird because on the ring apron they've got the proper ECW belt. Yeah, yeah. that's that's phenomenal. So straight, straight off, just like, just reuse the cruiserweight banner. Don't do a real one. So it's ooh chavo. Bum bum ba. <laughs> Bam, 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 bam. Neely <laughs> is there as well. Remember Bam Neely? No. Yeah. I forget he exists every month. Yeah. Do, do, do you think Bam Neely's mom's like, who's that? It's like, it's me, your son, Bam Neely. Oh, yeah. Okay, come in. Wait, who are you? I'm Bam Neely still. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Bam. You're so forgettable. <laughs> bam Neely essentially was the inspiration for current Baron Corbin, wasn't he? I would imagine so. At least yeah. the look, anyway. Yeah. Bam Neely. The best member of La Familia. Remember that stable? Yeah, you were on the show today. Yeah, yeah. Terrible. Terrible. Yeah. Just really bad. So it's Char- Kurt Hawkins, Zack Ryder, and Bam Neely. <laughs> and Chavo Guerrero. The least interesting Guerrero in all his family. And I'm including Hector, who dressed up as a chicken. <laughs> I'm only kidding. It was a rooster. So, yeah. So it's Chavo Guerrero with Bam Neely versus Matt Hardy for the United States Championship. Uh, which was it was mainly just uh, Chavo working on Matt Hardy's knee. Yep. Uh, until Matt Hardy a twist of fate out of nowhere. Out of, out of the um, three amigos, but yes, Jim Ross yeah. does say out of nowhere. I noticed that. Yeah. They were all right. Yeah. Chavo Guerrero again just being dragged up by his surname and the fact that he's associated with Edge. I enjoyed this match. Yeah, we're fine. Yeah. I just I really I really never liked Chavo Guerrero at the time, and I really don't like him now. No. No, it's probably un- it's probably unjustified. It just he annoys me because he's boring. He okay. makes a great appearance in season two of Glow. I'll tell you right now, he no, he doesn't. Even if he is in season two of Glow, it's not great because it's Chavo Guerrero. Him and Carlito show up in last episode. Right. Well, immediately again, being dragged up by Carlito does and his he, hair. Does he play Chavo Guerrero? No, um, so he's in the first season as well. He's, he's, the, he's the trainer, isn't he? Like oh, in real life, yeah. he's the trainer off of Glow. Because oh. one of his uncles trained the original Glow girls. He taught Alison oh. Bray to do like 
all the moves that she does in it. I mean, not all the moves. Okay. So you think it first episode? Aren't yeah, you? yeah, I am. Yeah. So they um, play a video package uh, for Mc- McMahon's Million Dollar Mania. <laughs> I knew you were going to bring this up. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I forgot that the set fell on him. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah. I forgot. Right. I remember the set falling on him. I forgot that they prefaced that by massive cartoon explosions. Oh, I, I <laughs> He's remember. He's just at the this. desk and he's like, "Oh, something's going on." whoa cartoon explosion and then the set falls on him i thought it was just set up like randomly the set falls on him but no it's prefaced by basically a wily coyote situation where like you know he's chipping away he's chipping away and then the cliff falls off instead of the actual edge it it reminds me of like paul i can't feel my legs (laughs) paul paul you know it's real because i said paul it reminds me of like a theme park ride where they've got like a bit that like collapses or something and you can see it's set up so it can be instantly rebuilt. It's basically Jaws the Ride, isn't it? Yeah. That were all right. That's oh, gone been, now. It'd have been great if a shark popped up and bit him. That's that would have like been better. The, the, that would have been better. And then he could have jumped over the shark there. Nah, it's all right. It was good for you, this. Carry on. Next match, Mark Henry versus Big Show versus Kane for the ECW Championship. Like, if you thought the real ECW, like what you would... what the I mean, what non-connoisseurs would call the real ECW was dead when Kane won the title or when Vince McMahon won the title. I mean, I remember being really like, I can't believe Mark Henry won the ECW title at this time because, you know, I was one of them. Um, So Mike Adamley, at the start of the match, says over 1,200 pounds of angry athletes. Yep. They then do the championship introductions yep. where they uh, announce the weights of the athletes. Splendid. So, I've uh, done a bit of uh, res- wrestling maths. Can you do me a jingle that's similar to Wrestle Fashions, please? Wrestling maths. Thanks. So, uh, Big Show is £441. Pounds. £441. Pounds. Mark Henry is £392. Pounds. £392. Pounds. Kane is £323. Pounds. £323. Pounds. Uh, I'm trying s- to do the mental maths. Uh, I've got it here, mate. Yeah. Uh, not 1200 Grand total, one thousand one hundred and fifty-six pounds. Not over twelve hundred pounds of angry athletes. See, there's the problem. There is he said over. Yeah. If he said twelve hundred pounds, I would have let him off. Why? Rounding. You round up exactly. You round yeah. up the six fifty-six rounds up to twelve hundred. Yeah. Remember that, kids. Wrestling maths. Uh, so they've chucked Kane outside early on, and Big yep. Show and Mark Henry have a, a little headlock shot. That's what people want, off. mate. It's what yeah. people want. Give the people, give the ECW crowd what they want to the extreme. So Kane's on the outside. Yep. Mike Adamley again. Kane is next to our broadcast thing. Taz has to tell him it's a table. Yep. I actually did watch last week during the off period of G1 Rise and Fall of ECW. Yeah. I fancied watching it one day. And I can't wait for him to release the rise and fall and slight climb up and then falling down the rest of the cliff of ECW. Doesn't Mike Hadley have like dementia now? Yeah, yeah. We brought this up before and that's why I think we agreed not to make fun of him that I don't much. care. I think on the Royal Rumble episode is when we agreed that. Yeah. Because we made we made fun of him saying Jeff Harvey and said, yeah, well, he's, just that, yeah, he's got dementia yeah. so we shouldn't really make fun. Yeah, it didn't last. Well, if you're going to put him in the broadcast <laughs> booth, like you can let him away with the odd mister, but then you go... Hey, this guy really sucks at interviews. You know what? I bet he would be really good at commentary. Get that nerd Styles back to the wrestling website. He was on American Gladiators. Uh, Kane Super. This is before or after he becomes a GM. Before. Before. I know. Kane Superplex Big Show 
sort of. Yeah, in a way. Yeah, he didn't even get on Turnbuckle. Just no. like, oh, superplex in a bit. Th- then Mark Henry, big splash Kane. And I mean, he, he flies in with that splash, doesn't he? Yeah. Like, the speed of Mark Henry. <laughs> so, like, he sprints in and lobs himself on him. He's, he's good. I'll give him that. Uh, and then that. That's the end of the match. Great. Mark Henry is the true ECW champion. I can't say I enjoyed this one as much as the Chavo Guerrero match, to isn't, be honest. Isn't this the week before they get the silver belt, though? So, like, good so. times are on their way. Yeah. Who is... I wonder who the linear ECW champion is. Carry you know, on and we'll, we'll let him yeah, do his thing. Yeah. I think you're getting... Ezekiel the... Jackson. <laughs> it is Ezekiel Jackson. This is what you no. call domination. It's a combination of skills and concentration. What, so rise to the occasion. What messes... Do something amazing. Because anything that I do, I dominate it. What messes up the linear championship is that Rhino was the last holder. Right. Um. So, like, because he went to TNA and stuff, and that, it, it might mess it up. I don't know. Didn't he, li- he probably lost that belt in a sack at some point. Yeah. Right. Three fictional points for who can guess who the linear ECW champion is. RVD. I managed to find it out. Wrong. Jeff Jarrett. Wrong. Okay, we'll have one more guess, yeah. but is it a former ECW, original ECW alumni? No. Okay. Um, I will guess uh, Triple H. No. Oh. Um. Uh... Triple H is not even in the linear list. That's really surprising to me. Yeah, because he wants to bury everyone. Uh, Zack Ryder? No, it's Batista. Why? On the, So, Randy Orton defeated Rhino. Yeah. Cody Rhodes beat Randy Orton next. Randy Orton beat him. Wade Barrett, Randy Orton. Wade Barrett, Randy Orton. Kane, Randy Orton. Seamus, CM Punk, John Cena, Dolph Ziggler, John Cena. Daniel Bryan, Randy Orton. Daniel Bryan, Randy Orton. Kofi Kingston, Alberto Dario, Batista, Alberto Dario, Dolph Ziggler, Christian, Sheamus, Batista. So is it basically the next time that Batista loses the match, he loses the linear ECW Loses a televised singles match. Ah, okay. That's the rule. Splendid. So, yeah, yeah, um, Randy Orton... Oh, actually... Ah, you see. This is based off of the WWE CW Championship. Randy Orton beat Ezekiel Jackson. See... Uh, they, who was the real ECW champion? Right. Keep, so keep go. going yeah, with the show. Yeah, and I, I find saying, some if you think about it, Rhino was around in, during the invasion and must have lost yeah. some matches on there. That's why I was a bit confused about that. So anyway, um, uh, Eve Torres backstage interview with Batista and asks him the question everyone wants to know. How Have big, you shagged my really? <laughs> oh, okay, how big is Batista? Uh, oh, yeah, that is. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, I, I, Penis. I, I can't remember what she asked him, but... Okay. Uh, John Cena's like, all right, I'm, yeah. I'm going to win the title. And he's like, well, I'm going to win the title. Well, well, we'll both be champions. And then Smelly CM Punk rocks up. Yeah, he's like, oh, I've got a, I've got a briefcase, guys. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we've got a match. Sorry, we got... Oh, bye. World Tag Team Championship match. Cody Rhodes and Hardcore Holly, the champions, yes. versus Ted DiBiase Jr., and a mystery partner. Three right, star code. Before we get into this, because I've got some stuff to add okay. to this one as well. So, I found the list up until last September 2017. Okay. Um, the lineal ECW champion at that point was Ricochet. Hilarious. Okay. Oh, some people be absolutely jumping in their chairs right now. Mark Andrews is a linear champion, according to this. Go on, Mark. Bring it back to Wales. <laughs> But Wales yeah. is really the ECW of Britain, isn't it? The Philadelphia of Britain. But I wouldn't say the. I literally was going to go with what I actually said, uh, but all right. Well, yeah. Why is it the ECW? Well, like that England takes all best off from it. Um, 
but like they let them be their own thing for a while until they eventually decided that they needed to uh, absorb them. There was a four-year period where the ECW title, a five-year period, where technically the ECW Championship was exclusive of New Japan talent. Right. Good. Oh, you're we move on to the next that, match because yeah. like, we've got a lot to talk about. Yeah, it's Cody Rose and Arco Ali versus Ted DiBiase Jr. and a mystery partner. Um, I did not see this coming. Right. DiBiase's music. The worst music ever. I don't remember him having this music. I remember it. it. Absolutely dreadful. It's really terrible. Like, straight up, someone has gone. Because his opening promo when he showed up on Raw, he was like, uh, Ted DiBiase Sr. was like, oh, my son's here, Ted DiBiase Jr. Bye now. And he was like, Oh uh, yeah, everybody's got a price, but me, I'm simply priceless. And someone's gone right. That's his thing. His dad was uh, that everyone's got a price. This guy, he's priceless. Just make a song that says priceless, and they go priceless. Yeah, I'm priceless. You know, and I don't have a price it? on me because I'm priceless. The worst part about the music is it. It's priceless. quite enough that you can hear. He gets zero reaction coming to the ring. Oh yeah, priceless. I don't have a price. I'm Unlabeled, if anything, because I'm Teddy Biasi Jr. Like MasterCard, but outside of the copyright rules. Priceless. <laughs> Straight up, someone went, just make a song about that. Is it better or worse than I Come From Money, the second Teddy Biasi Jr. theme tune? I don't remember that one. There was a remix of Priceless. Yeah, which I was think. a bit better. I don't know if that came... Did it go, Priceless! It was about twice the speed of this yeah. one. And it had electric guitar in it rather than country acoustic. I think it, it was better. All right, yeah. good. Uh, so it, the match start well. The match starts with um, DiBiase on the microphone saying that his partner's on his way. <laughs> um, so they start the match. Uh, well, Cody goes to start, but Ted says, "No, I want to wrestle Hardcore Holly," which I don't think anyone's ever said. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, David uh, Starr definitely didn't say it, did he? No. Stop folding my t-shirts. So I'll call, he tags in, and then uh, Cody Rose just spins him around and DDTs him. Yeah, because they don't have a finish yet, does he? No. Seriously, neither of these get a finisher for another like year. I'm surprised he's not got the overdrive. He doesn't. Uh, he probably did use it for a while, I guess. Yeah. I don't even think he's at that point. Well, remember, is that's what the crossroads is, though. Oh yeah, I guess. Yeah, so that's why, because he didn't develop the overdrive until like a year later. So he tags. He then walks over and tags Ted DiBiase in. Who technically I think would have been the legal man anyway, so it's yeah. all right. Yeah, and then uh, he pins Bob Holly. So does that make him a two-time tag team champion? Well, they announced themselves as new tag team champions. So that uh, same question. Well, if he's a new tag team champion, then I assume it's a separate reign. So yeah. There you go then. Thank you. Yeah. Good. I mean, he could have made this easier for himself and not annoyed Bob Holly. Yeah, but he probably just don't want to be part of Bob Holly's tag team anymore. No, but he could have Bob just Holly makes him wear the same colour trunks. You know when the referee is saying to um, Teddy Biossi, well, you can forfeit if you've not got a partner. Cody Rhodes could have just gone over Bob Holly's shoulder and gone, we forfeit, <laughs> and ran off. And yeah, it, it then Bob Holly be like, no, we don't, and they're at an impasse. No, because the forfeit yeah, no, referee's wrong belt. No, they're at an impasse. He could hold his mouth. Work. He could hold his mouth as he said it and then run off. If, he's, if he doesn't kick up Bob Holly... He has to spend all his time wearing Bob Holly green. Do you notice they were both in Bob Holly green? I did notice that. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Yeah, yeah. I would have liked it better if... He was wearing the same colour as Ted DiBiase? Yeah, or yeah, that if Holly wasn't wearing green and he was because green's like cash in it. Yeah. Like that, I think that would have... That would have been better. Yeah. But they hadn't thought about it, have they? <coughs> no, not like... Or they're really trying it. to swerve. Yeah. 
So we cut to Todd Grisham interviewing JBL in his luxury suite. Right. It's more of the same JBL character from last month, isn't it? Is JBL cutting boring, rambling promos because he's not on the show? What I did like was the line that I am Texas's favorite New Yorker. Shit. Which got, got quite a bit of heat. Yeah. Uh, no Mama Joanna, Mama Joanna, whatever it's called. No, but he's got a successful business, don't forget. Yeah, which is Mama Joanna. Just more boring JBL. And don't even crack a smile. I've not even looked at next month's pay-per-view, but I don't know if he gets a title shot because he says as far as becoming a champion, it's a matter of not if, but when. Yeah. He, he literally asked Todd Grisham, why am I not on this show? Todd went, well, you're not a champion. He went, oh, I'm a champion in life. Are you thinking Todd Grisham's ripped now? No, but all he right. He posted a picture with his kid or something. And he's Who's there, more like... ripped, Todd Grisham or Dave Meltzer? Todd Grisham. Take that, Meltzer, you loser. I like Todd Grisham or Michael Nerd. Cole because he's quite ripped. Hmm. Get back to me on that. Yeah, good. Yeah, I'll have to uh, investigate. Intercontinental title match. Champion Chris Jericho with Lance Cade uh, versus surprise opponent. Right, I didn't know that this was a surprise opponent because on the network it tells you who his face is. Yeah. So until you detailed it for me and then it shows yeah. on the show um and i was like oh god look who's getting a title shot again no no it's his <laughs> first time unbelievably it's his first time so everyone yeah. everyone's expecting or hoping that it was going to be Shawn michaels at this point weren't they because they were feuding i think so yeah and but jericho's they, like on, on road the him and lance cade just beat him up i don't think rammed his head into Jericho. yeah that had happened first and then the next because like, he got an eye they rammed him into table again like oh, okay, they did the yeah. Cheritron already and then lance cade comes in and yeah. lobs him into table so it's uh kofi kingston fresh off of uh the belt from ecw oh see what i did there yeah i do yeah <laughs> yeah um and he Oh, I mean, I mean, I he has delete. his first. I've just deleted myself. <laughs> he has. His... <laughs> no, they haven't. They're here. I've got him. I've got him. It's all right. Well, it's he has right. his first ever intercontinental championship slot. Like that was ten years ago. Ten years ago was his first one. There you go. Yeah. He he probably hasn't even had a match with Dolph Ziggler by this point. No, he won't. No, he won't have. That's yeah, what I mean. He won't have. Brands, yeah. So this is Kofi Kingston when he, he were all right, weren't it? And when he was Jamaican. Yeah. We were Jamaican. Yeah. Crazy. You know who. His two mates weren't even in WWE at this point. No. Um, Michael Cole and Jerry the King Lawler, I don't think they'll watch ECW because they had their input on Cove Kingston was, he's a nice guy and he's always smiling. Yep. That's it. Super yeah, that's, that's all they say about him. I mean, let's be honest, he is pretty much an accessory to a feud in this in this match, even though it is quite a good match. Yeah, I agree with that, but what? why, as a fan, should I care... About somebody... Oh, he's always smiling. Jamaican. Yeah, good point. Jamaican me crazy, Kofi. <laughs> it's post that. It is, yeah. That was his first night in his CW yeah. as a commentator. Um, so Everyone's Cope, waiting for Shawn Michaels to show up. Yeah, let's, Jericho let's beats him up thinking. outside for a bit. Uh, and then Jericho uses the abdominal stretch, which you don't see very often anymore. No. I'm a big fan of the abdominal stretch. You were all right, wasn't it? It was yeah. a good, good spot for someone who's becoming a heel isn't it yeah uh yeah so uh, basically sean michaels runs in and he runs through a crowd uh, he takes out lance cade uh, he gets up on the apron jericho pushes him off kofi it's the trouble in paradise and wins via pinfall i thought this match was pretty good i enjoyed it yeah i thought it was really good uh best match so far yeah yeah and also very enjoyable because it puts kofi kingston over uh it furthers the feud with chris jericho and Shawn michaels gets the intercontinental title off him whilst also making it look important because also it's not just a roll-up finish as well 
which would have been really easy to do. Kofi yeah. actually like smacks him with a couple, like you said, with his finisher. Yeah. So there's a trainer comes down to ringside because Shawn Michaels needs help after he knocks off the apron. Um, Jericho gets out of the ring and referees and trainers get between them. Uh, Jericho gets close enough to punch HBK in his injured eye. Yeah. And he just looks. I didn't like know that heel. Joey Barton ref was already with WB at this point because he's part of the pull apart. Oh, there you go. Is that him whose son were? Um, he's still Nicholas, yeah. Yeah. Um, so backstage, Alicia Fox is planning the wedding of Vicky Guerrero and Edge. I can't see how this will go wrong. No, no idea how that would go wrong. Do you see Alicia Fox throw Ronda Rousey around this weekend? No, because I, I saw Ronda Rousey was going to have a match, and I was like, I'm not watching this because they're going to ruin her. Yeah, no, she she didn't have a match yet. She's she's having a match tomorrow night, or may have already happened depending on where people listening to this on Raw against Alicia Fox but okay. previous week Alicia Fox lobbing Ronda Rousey about on, on Raw yeah good no it's no, not no it's not ruined. no it's not good it's a bad idea ruined well it'll be fine if she like just absolutely packs her and smacks her about a bit and beats her in about 20 seconds uh, Edge Alicia gets- Fox there you go Edge gets mad when Zack Ryder and Hawkins suggest he may need help he uh, lists off his credentials. And if you get a chance to watch this, if you've not already, uh, he lists off how many times he's champion. I'm like, oh, you've lost a lot of matches, mate. Yeah, because of that time when him and John Cena switched the belt every two weeks. Yeah. It got really silly then. <laughs> uh, so the next match was a women's championship match. It was Mickey James, the champion, versus Can I Have a Great British Grumble? The Great British Grumble. Versus Katie Lee Birchall and Paul Birchall. Yes, the Incest. shagging siblings. <laughs> did they get known as that on TV? Uh, no. They never They never actually said it, did they? No. They were like, it was like, oh, anything my sister wants, I'll give her. <laughs> Including my penis. What? I didn't <laughs> say nothing. It's all like a corporal I've been coming home. Paul, I'm a pirate man. Katie Lee from Chelsea, England. Ah, Chelsea. Yeah. Very good. I don't don't think she. She is. used to get off with Alex Shane, didn't she? I've yeah, she did. She okay. did. No, okay. they were they were. Yeah, they were. okay. She's with Grado and Joe Hendry now on TNA on Impact. Yeah, See, it's, called, it's got... called it's called Impact, mate. Don't you yeah. know? It's called Impact. Yeah, mate. It's because of all that last week. It's got in my head now. Good. You, you've ruined it for me. What well, we ruined TNA. We ru- it's for called you. TNA. <laughs> we agree with that. Uh, she just worked over. Uh, Katie Lee worked over Mickey James's shoulder. It was pretty poor and. Uh, Mickey James uh, did a DDT and beat her. Yeah, it was really bad and boring. Yeah. Uh, one thing. Do you think if like these, if Katie Lee and Paul Birchall, not in this gimmick, because I realise this won't get on TV, but came round like now, they'd have the big bigger stars, wouldn't they? Cause if you th- well, yeah, but they also wouldn't be like brother and sister and wouldn't be shagging. On no, telly. but like Paul Birchall, he were all right from what I remember. You know, Paul Birchall, what? So. With a lot of, like the big lads on indies now who can be very athletic, he was the precursor for all of them. Like the fact that he could do Spanish flies and shooting star press and stuff at his height and size was unlike anything anywhere in the world, really. Yeah. And WWE put him in a pirate gimmick. Um, What's wrong with that? The pirate gimmick got over more than any other Paul Birchall gimmick. Oh, he's gone quiet because <laughs> he knows that's true. Pirate yeah. gimmick was actually out. The problem I- with the pirate gimmick wasn't that it was a bad gimmick. 
because Paul Birchall actually played it quite well. It was quite amusing. It was a perfectly good undercard gimmick. The problem with the pirate gimmick, and literally this is why he got taken off TV, was because Vince hadn't seen the Pirates of the Caribbean film, so he went, why is he a pirate? No one likes pirates anymore. <laughs> anymore? <laughs> yeah. Why? No one likes pirates anymore. And they're like, literally like, one of the biggest films at the box office. Get that damn pirate off my show. Ah. I'll Make tell you what sister. people do like. Incest. <laughs> <laughs> but remember, this is the guy. Didn't he pitch once to... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, he did. did. Yeah. yeah, he did. Um, if you're wondering which one it is, yeah, it is that one. <laughs> <laughs> He's not gay incest, is he? Um, <laughs> text results from the text poll they've been running all night. Uh, basically, who do you think is going to win belt? Danny and uh, Jack. Yeah. Uh, they think Cena is going to win it 30%, Batista 32%, both of them win the belt 31%, neither of them win it 7%. The 7%ers were right, spoiler alert. Yeah, <laughs> take that, losers. I was amused that Batista only won over both. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just Batista, not John Cena. Uh, next match, World Heavyweight Championship match. Uh, Edge the champion versus Batista. Last time ever brilliant video package before yeah bloody good that way yeah. yeah cracking because like edge has theoretically put the undertaker out of wwe forever which is totally gonna stay out forever yeah it? i can't see undertaker coming no, back. no chance he'd come back for anything no. i mean i just want to say on that one the undertaker's on the poster <laughs> yeah no he's not though is he because that's that's at night of champions every year or at least two for two or three years, they had pictures of all the champions. But every time before they got to the show, they'd replace the champions, so they'd have to Photoshop people in. Yeah, There's cause... one where like Edge is, ho- I think Edge is holding the, I think Edge on the poster has the Undertaker's gloves on. <laughs> Take a look at the poster, see if he has the Undertaker's gloves. I know on. the poster I've got is is Undertaker. Right. Well. Okay. Hold on. No. There's there's one where the champions are holding the belts in a weird way. I think that I th- think if you look at me, Graham, I know it's not great for Brockett. Yeah, it's like yeah, yeah, that's, like that. yeah, that's right. Um, yeah. And then that, I think that's the poster you're talking about. Uh, but yeah, this, uh, there was a version of this that the same thing happened on there, uh, definitely. Okay. So it, it's a brilliant video package. What it does is it highlights. Uh, it, it, does, it does what a video package should do, but like it's, it was good for me because I'm not watching the TVs between, so uh, it shows like all the little intricacies of what happened, and it's a good little reminder. But it was well done, and uh, I was under the impression Batista was already on Raw for the amount of involvement he had in the Shawn Michaels-Jericho feud. I didn't realise he was meant to be a SmackDown wrestler. Yeah. This row at the time, they were like, well, do what we want. Oh, draft. Best best keep to it for a week. Uh, so, early on in the match, Batista sent flying over the ECW announce desk. Mike Adamley and the Taz are still sat there. <laughs> and they haven't been needed since the third match. Oh, we're currently yeah. on match number seven. So Vince just makes them sit out there and watch the rest of the show. Wouldn't you? Well, yeah, but I just think it's funny that he makes them do it. It is quite funny. So you get this sense of like desperation, I think, from Edge. Uh, so he's he's beating Batista up and he's going for pins and stuff, but um, he ne- he can't he can't finish him off, and he's got like this like manic look in his eyes, which I thought were pretty cool because you know from the promo we did earlier with um, Hawkins and Ryder, where uh, he said he, he said he didn't need the help. Yeah. Um, funny Wait. spot in this Batista goes to the top rope and then which he never does yeah. jumps off and Edge drop kicks him I didn't understand why he even bothered going to the top rope Bants oh yeah isn't this also the one where Michael Cole goes I don't think I've ever seen Batista go to the top rope before 
and he's done it like a month before. It would have been JR because it was Jared McFoley on wow. this one, but, but yeah. Wow. Uh, Hawkins, Ryder, Vicky Guerrero come down to the ring. Of course they do. So Batista hits a spine buster, which JR uh, calls the Batista bomb. <laughs> and he... Of course he does. And he goes for the pin. Yeah. Vicky gets out of the wheelchair to stop the count. Um, Edge in the melee bails out of the ring and the referee like, counts to seven and Edge pulls him out of the ring and hits him. Mm-hmm. So on commentary, they're going, well, that's a DQ. Edge has won the belt. Edge is, uh, Edge is still the champion. Yeah. Vicky's the going at the microphone and calls for another referee to come out. Yeah. Which doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Uh, you could say she, like it would make more sense for her to call for another referee to come out and just call the DQ, but yeah, go on. Yeah, so another referee does come out. Ooh, Chavo! D- d- double the pay. <laughs> double pay. A double bam. Almost, yeah, a double bam nearly. That's what people really want. Why was bam nearly not the ref? <laughs> Is that because people wouldn't know that he wasn't actually a ref? Yeah, they'd have thought, oh, Chavo's Oh, look, there's a out. tall ref. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, so- that's bam nearly that... Sorry, sorry, son. I forgot you again. Now, me, I watched this this bit with you, Graham. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't remember what happened, and you didn't remember what happened, did you? When no. I, so, uh, Bam, uh, Bam, and Charvo are coming down to the ring. As this is happening, Batista pulls Vicky Guerrero into the ring. Yes. So at this point. All the wrestlers of La Familia are all gathered outside now. Yeah, because I'm thinking he pulls Vicky Guerrero, and I'm thinking, oh, this is going to be like someone's going to. It's a hope spot, and it? it's like, oh, he's going to hit. He's got. Oh, no, something happens. Yeah, so he's like, kind of, he's got a light, and he's kind of like looking at the at them outside, and they're like not wanting to get in in case he does anything. He then lifts her. Yeah, but they line up, don't they? That's yeah. why I was like, hold on. <laughs> yeah, he lifts her over his head. And throws it. Right, in a gorilla. Let's be clear. It's a gorilla press lift. So, you know, that's the one where they're supposed to sort of show them off a little bit, aren't they? Yeah. There's no showing off. Now, my theory is he picked her up and he misjudged what he was going to do. He was like, right, I'm just going to pick her up. I'll hold her for a little while and then Oh, no. Down she goes. Oh, no. Don't want another Umaga situation. (laughs) Oh, dear. Uh, She just gets lobbed, like straight up lobbed. Yeah, so then that happens. Edge sneaks in the other side of the ring, smashes him in the face with world title. Chavo gets to the ring and counts the three. Yep. And Edge wins. Yep. They, this match was last chance. Yeah, we're this, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we Proper good for like a ultimate opportunist style heel, isn't it? Yeah. Something's up the mind. And then I quite liked the um, uh, the aftermath to this because I thought Edge would be a bit more concerned, but he's not. He's basically just going, tells everybody else, pick her up, pick her up, put her in a chair. <laughs> And if they put her in a wheelchair, just push her into the back. <laughs> and then uh, Batista gets... Um... She's so bloody brave. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's only got minor women's whiplash. So then Batista leaves via the Johnny Storm pop. Yeah, of course he does, yeah. Obviously, we went for the Johnny Storm pop. Yeah. Uh, backstage, uh, Todd Grisham asks for Triple H's final thoughts. And, he, and Triple H replies, to do what I should have done two years ago. Bury him. He don't say bury him. But yeah, but he, yeah. He, he, it's implied, isn't it? Yeah, because uh, they've been building up all show, and I'm guessing uh, in the Raws as well that uh, it's the first time that Triple H and Cena. It have is met. the first time yeah. that they've yeah the first time they've had a match since that WrestleMania main event where 22? John Cena defeated him. Yeah, yeah, twenty two. Yeah. So it's it's main event time. WWE Heavyweight Championship. 
Uh, so Raw's still not got a world title at this point. Yeah, so it's obvious what's going to happen here, isn't it? Yeah, so John it's John Cena, win, yeah. who's on Raw versus Triple H, the champion who's got drafted to SmackDown. Yeah, so Cena win, isn't it? Easy. Obvious. Well, obvious. Let's, let's find out. It okay. is obvious, but yeah, let's, let's find obvious, out. So, it's giving away the finishes, really. Yeah, Triple H has been on some beds. <laughs> he was a bit fantastic, weren't he? He had a bit of David Dickinson's going on. <laughs> to be honest, I thought he blacked up. Oh, God. It, mate, he Dan, went, tell him. He's not even listening. He's been playing on his phone for that whole thing that I was reading out for. I was actually listening. Was did, probably... did you hear that bit where I, I were like really racist? What, you said that thing he blocked up? No, yeah. before that. You didn't say anything really racist before. Did oh, you? you didn't hear it. You'll have to play it back and listen to it then. No, you're playing with me now. <laughs> I weren't racist. Okay. <laughs> I, was, like, I tried I was... to zone out too, to be honest, and I was literally having a conversation Yeah, you with were yourself. playing on your phone as well for a bit of it. Oh, sorry, okay. Yeah. Right, let's try my best here. Yeah, I've made okay, notes right. and everything. Yeah, okay, let's I yeah. Mean, if we want to be completely honest, the reason I'm not in fit talk about these things. Don't need to be completely honest. Move on. No, I'll be completely honest. My Please network don't. packed in and I couldn't watch these last two matches. It's alright, lads, I I've got you sorted. So yeah. it were a slow paced start to the match. Uh John Cena does his weird top rope leg drop, which which I love. I love really? that move. Yeah, because Is it because of the amount of effort it goes to setting it up? Yeah, and it's so clumsy and like he, he, it's unnecessary. He don't need to do it, but I love it. I love it <laughs> that he does it. Um, the 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 telling this um story, which is a bit I don't know, it's a bit bit funny. That like John Cena can't hit the five knuckle shuffle. Well, I mean, you know, you got to hit the big moves, don't you? Yeah. So he goes through it for the first time. And Triple H just puts his feet up and pushes him away. Yep. He goes through it the second time, and I think Triple H just gets up mid move and. Yeah, Close pretty line. much. Yeah, knees him in face. Yeah, what literally everyone else should do. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So the trade punches, uh, which is the bo- the boo yay spot. So the everyone's booing when Cena hits Triple H. Of course they are. And everyone's cheering for top baby face Triple H. Yep. Uh, when he when he's uh, not letting Cena bury him. Naturally. Yeah. Uh, John Cena finally hits a five knuckle shuffle on the third attempt. Um. And then locks in an STFU. Triple H gets to the ropes. Still called that at this point, by the way, which yeah. I enjoyed. Uh, Cena releases the hold, pulls Triple H to the middle of the ring, goes to put the hold back on. Triple H counters into a crippler crossface, lads. Oh, God. It's a crippler crossface. I think they just call it the crossface. Are you just trying to get a reaction from me now? Because I, um, I just want to check. Yeah, I'm just trying to entertain right, you okay. all. Um, they do just call it a crossface, let's be yeah. clear. That's one thing I'm going to watch Rise of Fall of ECW every day. There's a lot of him on it. Yeah, there will be. Advert. For his documentary before the oh, thing, hard knocks yeah, that he can't. Skip. You don't know how hard. <laughs> so from the crossface position, John Cena somehow lifts Triple H into an FU position. Yeah, but like, it's mental. Super yeah, strong, it's isn't it? solid, isn't it? Well, yeah, he's strong, but like, I'm just saying it's mental. Yeah, and then I still can't figure out in my head how he does it, but Triple H counters from an FU into a pedigree. He grabs the arm and spins it around. Yeah. But I still, I've watched it back a few times. I still couldn't figure out how he did it. Better watch harder. Um, and then he uh, it's pedigree and wins the match. So Raw screwed. Got no got no champions on no heavyweight champion on Raw. Yeah. Well, right. Are we gonna do that now? Or are we gonna do that after the next? Well, it's up to you, mate. Well, I think we should do it next week. Okay. Well, I don't know what's gonna happen. No, but I think we should uh, we should see what happens and resolve the story next well, week. Yeah. Don't spoil it for me. Okay. I haven't seen it. Well, we're gonna move on to the next pay per view next week anyway, aren't we? The yeah, great. What's, what's the next one? The Bash. The Great the American Bash. bash. 
Is it the Great American Bash? On the poster, the bash is in big letters, but it says Great American just above it in tiny letters. Right, it's the, it's the Great American Bash. Yeah. It's previous to them I actually calling the year it the after bash. it's yeah. just called the bash. It's just the bash. Yeah. There you go. So, bash yeah. Bishop. <laughs> yes splendid well we'll carry on our 2008 rewind next week right that's it for the royal grumble for this week don't forget to go to facebook.com slash royal grumble twitter.com slash royal grumble pod don't forget if we're about halfway through now but you can still get your g1 wall charts at royal grumble podcast.g1 if you want a digital Sorry. one i'll email you one for a quid there you go royal grumble podcast.bigcartel.com let us know or email us at royal grumble pod at gmail.com that is it say goodbye dan goodbye say goodbye daryl goodbye daryl goodbye everybody